Welcome, everyone. Boy, uh, got a cracker of a guest. I actually asked Mel to leave the house. We just got off a podcast with the amazing Christine Drummond. I said, Mel, you can't. This is totally like, uh, this is totally boys only talk. I said, no, I don't want another woman in the house. Man, I just got off with a really empowered woman and all the sisters were there and sort of flowy. And I'm like, it's time to heat this bad boy up. And uh, here we go. Here we go. So we've got the amazing David Clark, but I want to give you a bit of an intro. I love to give a good intro, but how do I describe David? Well, David plays by his own rules was what I would say. <laughs> uh, when I first met him at one of our many courses we've done together, he kind of shot when he wanted, he'd leave to go and sell some uh, high-end insurance. He'd come back and then he'd, and then he'd leave a bit early to go do some more business then you rock up the next day, you'd be everyone would be going upstairs and he'd be like sipping his latte and whatever else and um, on phone calls to doing more business. Then he'd come up and um, it really uh, put some of the uh, guests, the attendees to the negative. And I'm like, this guy's just doing business. Like, fucking relax. I'm like, he's speaking my yeah. language. Um, and, and, and I said to another guy today, I was, I was actually just thinking about you. I'm giggling. I'm going, think about the hangover versus high-flying CEO. <laughs> like and um and I said, I said, what do you mean? I go, this is a guy that like missed his plane in Bali and ended up in Thailand, and like this is. <laughs> and then oh, we got some stories to tell tonight. Oh yeah, that was on the on the retreat. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> yes. yeah, of course you did. Um, but it, but anyway, like uh, Dave's a, a a phenomenal um, phenomenal in the insurance space where he comes from has created. A, bit, a lot of success in that space and um and moving into our space which i think is it's tough isn't it mate like mm. like yes, you go, you're doing like you're doing act like closing deals to big premium costs and i'm like it's just a two thousand dollar product bro like <laughs> you're like freaking yeah. overthinking it but like but mate like welcome tonight welcome mate thank you very much I appreciate the uh, the warm welcome and the uh, fantastic introduction. I, I'm really happy that you did me such a kind service of leaving out all my hangovers and the courses that I just barely ever participated in and then would rock up late and still complain about the content. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. <laughs> but that's okay. You were invested. You're all in. Um, I think also too, from watching the way you learn, you really, you are a sponge and I, we, like our men, one of our mentors is phenomenal, but there is a lot of filler, um, around and it's like, give me the nuts and bolts, especially as you're in that community for longer and longer and longer. And he is uh, like knowledge above anything else I've seen. But ultimately I think what you've done is you've taken the gold and sort of ran with it and adapted it and implemented it in your own life. Would that be a pretty... Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so if we look at personal development space and then kind of where we met on our journey and the type of education, which is uh, dealing with limiting beliefs or uncovering them in the first place and yeah. through to uh, understanding self, highest values, you know, what we do, what we enjoy and the way that the unknowing of that or the beliefs and value system can uh, impact or control our lives very much. I look for the, the one percenters just to understand and apply mm -hmm. and then I, I move on pretty quickly. And if something doesn't, um, if, it, if I can't tool it, or resource it, or I don't need to learn it, then I'm, I'm leaving it behind. Yeah, that's cool. And, and, and obviously putting your energy where it needs to go. I think a lot of people, uh, especially in the PD, I had a great saying tonight, actually, that uh, 
people love to accumulate knowledge and they do not want to act with they don't want to implement it and it's so true like that they they do all this knowledge for accumulation it's like okay what's next and 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 it's like well what is next and so, so that's my yeah well, what is next that, for David? So on, well just before that yep. I, i've been listening to a lot of uh, bob proctor which is a lot of law of attraction wealth yep. attraction etc frequency vibration and bob proctor he said there's a lot of there's a lot of intelligent derelicts out there uh, or something to that effect. And that's his like, mm. you know, sort of old man language. I don't think he means, you know, university graduate homeless people. That's probably more of a mental health crisis, but um, <laughs> yeah. it was just, that's the truth. That's the fucking truth. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, mate, yeah. this is this, this podcast calls the anxiety. Hour, so the idea is to give everyone listens fucking yeah. anxiety. So let's well, just go. I've had debilitating anxiety and I've, I've figured out yeah. how to, I don't know how I figured out how to deal with that, but I'm never fucking going back there. That's for sure. But so the other half yep. that I only just like, it was good that you were uh, changed the time for this because I needed a little bit of time because I was in, um, I was at the casino in this like high flyer suite with this young, you know, 21 year old millionaire. And I saw those he, pictures. I saw those pictures just, just before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was hanging out with him. Well, I was catching up with him just to talk a bit about business because it's a new sort of, let's say a new friend and I'm very skeptical with people and I'm like, yeah, let, like, this doesn't stack up. Let's see if it does. Anyway, he kind of said some of the same stuff does stack up. He basically, it was really cool because he naturally through his life applied my action system. So the, this course, et cetera, strategy that I've developed, the lifestyle system, mm-hmm. he naturally applied it in his life. And it was essentially, he saw he got an opportunity to work somewhere. Well, first of all, he pursued things he was passionate about yep. that led him to some opportunities, not huge opportunities. I mean like a job at McDonald's by opportunity. Um, and he actually worked at McDonald's, which taught him about systems and processes and scale and stuff. I worked at McDonald's as a 14 year old, 10 months, mate. First job till I was 18. I, I worked at Caltex as a service station attendant, which Excellent. funny enough, is the most dangerous job in the United States of America. I didn't work in the US, but I just like to throw that in. <laughs> you, you survive death every single day. Pretty much. <laughs> but, um, uh, so anyway, this, this young bloke, he, he took action on an opportunity and basically put in extra hours, worked hard, and then the, yep. the aging owner saw that and gave him an opportunity to work for free. Gave him an opportunity to work for free. Like, listen to those words. Gave him an opportunity to work for free. Every cheap yep. bastard out there is going, no. I mean, like, that's the way. Yeah, you know, like, fucking my, our mentor, the great man. I love fucking MJ. I love him. Great guy. Changed my life, right? The way that we built 50K in six weeks, right, was doing 300 breakthrough calls for free. Mm. Jesus. Like, yeah, I get free. And my dad always taught me, go and give you time and prove that you're worth it. Yeah, I mean, it, as a commercial lesson, like giving, exchanging time for free and not charging for your service, unless there's a strategy there, that's probably more of a, a value of self thing, which is driving that action. But yep. certainly that is a, a paradigm. But the paradigm I mean is that um, if someone who uh, had shareholding in a business was saying, well, if you put in the, the sweat equity, so you yep. exchange your effort and at the end of it, 
if you prove yourself, so to speak, you might get a, a bigger ticket, a bigger chunk or a, a greater opportunity. Like he took, he embarked on that. And Enough. I, in my career, I've had, I've had a number of people that had come to me sort of saying, uh, you know, just teach me, I'll work for you for free. And I, I kind of actually trialed it a couple of times with some people that were, you know, sort of did okay. But I think the, the reality of the, the effort level and the intellect level is a, is a whole other ball game. And that's where I learned there was a big difference between enthusiasm and natural aptitude. And this is why we need to pursue things that interest us because if we're doing what we're interested in, whether we have natural aptitude or not, we'll at least put in extra effort and enjoy it whilst we're doing it. That's really, man, that's such good points. Now, like, uh, and I love the way you're wording things too, because obviously you do have a corporate background. You do deal with people who have eight figure turnovers uh, and that sort of level. Like yeah, dealing that, with the $200 million turnover yeah, company right there now. There you go. Beautiful. So, I mean, and that, I mean, and it's not that they all eat the same breathe, the same shit, the same, they all have the same emotions. They all, it's not that they're any better. It's just, they value their time. Like you got to get in back to the point. Yeah, uh, depend, depends on the business. Like I've dealt with globals and I dealt with small business and I think, um, it, it can come to efficiency. Like there's a lot of large businesses which are cheap bastards, horrible people to work with, and like they have the wealth and they still sacrifice their whole fucking life just working. And it's absolutely um, taught me a lot. But in other large businesses, they're, they're systemized and scaled, or you see wastage. Like there's so much inefficiency. And what it's taught me is like typically it seems to be like not the smartest people that do the have the most it seems to be the people that kind of let's say work the hardest even if it's to their detriment that's me <laughs> but you know yeah, what but... like in the last when covid hit and it's really I'm, I'm loving the fact you're launching during this crazy time yeah because like we hit it for about three days i'm like oh team i'm gonna have to scale back your pay i'm gonna after three days i'm like let's hire more people let's <laughs> let's buy that system let's just yeah, go there yeah. and guess what happened I didn't get booked JobKeeper. We fucking blew it out of the water. Like Jesus, now we've, we, we're now eight people. We've scaled to eight people and we've bought every possible system for a coaching business and built it out and got rid of every subcontractor because we became a pr practitioner. Brilliant. So, double yeah, down. So double, we did double down. But man, like I'm in, super impressed that you started your coaching journey in what's perceived... Yeah crazy time yeah well if you it's actually it's even if you really look at it it was it was the depths of covid when i uh, or just at the beginning of covid when sort of i had the idea and mm -hmm. inside so in we're still inside of covid now inside covid i wrote the book filmed a system built a facebook group and have nearly helped two people launch a business now still inside covid i love it i love it bro i love it like i'm really the, and I want to be a bit, I want to talk openly about feedback with you because I've always had a lot of time for you and a lot of love. And what I loved about the first question I remember you asked me, like, Trent, if, if you're doing those numbers you claim, then I'm interested. That was way back when. And we were doing those numbers that we claimed. And, and we've kind of stayed in contact and uh, consistently out over a, a sort of three-year period to see... Like even when we had, a, I said, all right, mate, I'll give you some insight and things like that. And I was happy to do that, to see how much you wanted it and to see how hey, like will we slow down let me get someone else in to help like and and we've shown up to help with with the people helping you in 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 digital marketing and things like that like it's absolute like it's so good to watch david it's Cheers, so man. good man like 
I'm so in. I'm so proud of what you're doing, brother. I really am. I uh, hope you I, know. I really appreciate it. It's that that sort of uh, motivation and not recognition. It, it what means a lot is that there's, you know, you know the saying. There's more. There's so much work behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and like you would you would have an understand. You would clearly know the degree of work behind the scenes. But the reality is, I'm I'm, I'm running a sort of full time corporate day job, like serious yeah. fucking business, to, mm-hmm. like ordinarily in the day, and then like right now nighttime doing this. Yes, I have flexibility in my work life, which is but that's because I'm at the top of my fucking game. Otherwise you don't get that sort of freedom. And I am choosing to use this flexibility to basically do what I I just, I was just talking to someone about this. I said to, I said to him, you've got, he said, yeah, I don't know what I'm passionate about. And I said, what you are passionate about is what you would fight to be able to do for free. And I explained to him, I'm fighting for the opportunity to have the time to coach him to help others and I'm currently doing it for free. I am putting a commercial purpose around it and building a business, but that's in the journey. I'm still doing the effort, doing the work. Mate, we've, um, I I really resonate with that. I've actually gone into coaching spaces with people. I'm like, I want to see how you show up. All right. Because I know how I show up and that's the beautiful thing. Like what we've done, like the community, this is what used to make me chuckle. Not in a, in a, they don't, in a, they don't get it way. So we, 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 and I used to get up and do lives and say like Muhammad Ali was like my focus. I'm the greatest coach in the history of coaches. I used to say that shit just to build my own belief that I could do it. And then what was happening is the momentum coming everyone in the community because I just want to be the biggest and everyone in the community is just sitting back going, great work. Just keep growing, keep growing. And, and I'm like, come, come, come. Like, <laughs> let's do this together. And my, yes. M, MJ telling us the story. Like we'll build it together. We'll do it together. Like, come. And yeah. fucking, I'm like, mm, fucking lonely out here. <laughs> so then I had, I, after about eight months, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go create my own brand and be my own coach and, and, and just, step out in the sunshine and, and, and face it. So like where, where you are right now, man, like I'm going to throw a, a made up stat, which is pretty accurate. I would say 85 to 90% of the coaches don't even get where you are right now. Really? You reckon? I know. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Mate. Yeah. Now, cause you look at the numbers of the people yeah. that have done what you've done out of the community that we come from. And I could probably think yeah. of five. True. Yeah. So, mate, like, I just want to say bravo on doing what you've got. You've stepped out, man. Like, you, you, we've moved into our turnover and things like that. We're moving towards knowing what the big guys do to get towards that 1%, which is cool. But you've got to get to that bloody, you've got to do what you're doing now. You've got to go through the blood, the sweat, yeah. the free, the... And like you said, the strategy attached to what you're doing, man. Like I see it. I see it. Yeah, like, you're a smart dude. Like <laughs> there's a strategy there. <laughs> so so let's 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 um let's ask you, what does it mean to you to be able to do this for people, mate? Like go there. What does it mean to you? That's a good question. It's, I haven't I haven't I haven't not considered that phraseology before. Okay. Um, what does it mean for me? Um, I suppose for me, it, it, it means living my truth, you know, being, being closer to, so I embarked on coaching because I was a bit lost, confused, and I knew that I had limiting beliefs and insecurities, but I was unaware of them. 
you know that unconsciously incompetent consciously incompetent mm-hmm. blah 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 yep. that scale. So stage very, of learning yep very thematic of that yeah so for me to be doing this now is a is a recognition or of a, of a coming together of an alignment between who i am on the inside and what i do on the outside see that, persona really what it the mask is gone huh yeah I like it yeah. like because because and i think like when we think about hangover dave we'll just say hangover dave like that that <laughs> yeah. fun dave that out there that's like si- that's like six weeks ago that's like <laughs> Like I've just like, done dry, I've done dry July. I've pretty much radically changed my life. Like applying my own systems. Like literally nice. up, until, up until six weeks ago, I was, I was a toned down version of that. I was basically, you met me at like literally Wolf of fucking Wall Street. I used to live on Hay Street in Perth and Perth, a couple of friends referred to me as the, the Wolf of Hay Street. <laughs> And you know what? I've seen the I've seen the wolf talk about some of his adventures. I'm like, that, I'm like that. That's crazy shit. We won't go. Hey, what happens on tour? Well, what happens on tour stays on tour, brother. That's all good. Yeah. Hey, bro code, bro code. That's why yeah, the girls definitely. are away. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, I think what I love about like what what you're talking like because reasons reap results and i've thrown you under the bus with that question and what i'm going to challenge you to do because i love to challenge you is i'd love for you to potentially do a social media post around what this means to you i'd absolutely love to see that and i want that done by tomorrow morning please so (laughs) i like that no i like that that's cool i just I just agreed to do a um, uh, a modelling photo shoot in like eight weeks once I finished my fitness. I'm surprised you've never been asked earlier, mate. What, what's <laughs> that about? Because I mean, it, this is the this is the love of your experiences. I follow your journey, bro, and it's like one stage you're doing boxing, another stage you're working out. You're living in Thailand on friggin' rice and noodles for a little while, trying to get some inventions to market your buddy the your uh, and then next thing i see you and your amazing son at a friggin' rugby union game like it's <laughs> it's definitely not boring <laughs> it's pretty creative like i was i mean i was like literally like I'm, I'm suited up now i've got the nice polo shirt but um 12 months ago on the back end of my sort of bankruptcy i was uh, helping a helping a friend in his painting business i was spraying I got, I got a video of me with the spray gun spraying out ceilings and i was like painting walls and then helping with the the, the in the contracting business like Mate, uh, i did what i had to do uh, you know what i just want to say bravo for having a vault man that was a secret like i went bankrupt at 25 and i was out man like i was either driving my car into a tree or and someone said, and as someone said to me, like, Trent, go back up. I'm like, shame, humiliation. They're like, you don't have to repay your debt. And I ended up paying a lot of it back. But it was, it was, I had to go through that because after that, I, I went through long periods. Like, we've had houses since. I've had my credit ratings 800 or whatever it is. I've checked that. I'm very close on that. I, I'm a good payer. I'm a very good payer. And also, too, we get paid. Like, I rarely have someone bounce their payment and and it's really energetically that lesson has made me better mm. with all finances i mean we still spend a bit of cash who doesn't but it's yeah. designed to flow but like i love that you've mentioned that it doesn't mean necessarily that you're not a good businessman it no, doesn't mean- honestly like what i've actually learned from it like i'm so the thing about 
advisors. So I'm, I'm a, an advisor. I don't necessarily, I did have my own business previously, but a lot of like accountants, lawyers, all these people, they haven't actually run their own businesses and haven't been in business. And like, I, mm. I, I play around with, like I'm dealing with pseudo legal stuff all the time, at least from mm. a two sides of the table and I'm representing my client and they're on that side. And I'm very commercial and practical. I'm looking at project completion. How do we get something done? Where And you find that the lawyers often lack practical application of the law. So they're very good at coming up with arguments, interpreting words, or put yourself in a fucked situation. They'll have the advice for the courtroom. Put yourself prior to the fucked situation. What do I do? I've got no idea. Mm. So that's that's like the difference in the kind of like the type and nature of skill that I, I bring to the table and I've learned. And like where I was going with that is that us advisors typically can be very good at advising, but we, we don't have a the on the ground or in you know feed in the boots experience. Yeah, gotcha. Or, yeah. or the, the the reality of the same sort of commercial um, like goals, what we're aiming for. So I, I kind of, I wrap that in together and I bring that to the table. So I, I, I hope different. you, I hope you share that with the people at that level of vulnerability. I really hope you keep sharing when it's not from pain or suffering, but like, so, you know what I will action like the evidence of implementation, whether it's to be implement to go through some pain. Uh, like we, we, one of our, our biggest best customers, we actually got help and, I didn't realize they were that messy, but we actually helped them in. I didn't make the decision, but they said, we're going to administration after three months with me. I'm like, fuck, I knew it was messy. But anyway, we've to be a part of that process and take my experience from like, where are the leaks? Where are the holes? Let's plug it up. Let's get, let's start pro- focus on lean management. What are your systems? What are your strategies? Where's your spreadsheeting? So like they now know their numbers spot on. They have things fail in their company and they've got cash in the bank. They've got a float. They've, they, they ask the questions. And so because of administration, they may not be able to borrow money. Now they pay cash for everything. Yeah. Like it's, it's man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a, a, a absolute blessing for my clients because they got, they're very on point. They can answer the questions. I walked in there. I'm like, oh, fucking scratch my head going, where do I start? <laughs> like that's what it was like. <laughs> like where do I start? But I stood up and I said, let's go. And I think that is, the that's that's the beauty of really great coaches is they'll just take on any challenge and they'll figure it out and that's what i see in you oh absolutely that's kind of that's my that's the foundation of sort of who i am like complex risk is my specialty it's what i do that's why i took on the the boxing um you know first fight i'm still an undefeated amateur boxer That's awesome. Hey, you're like, you're like um, what's his name? Uh, Floyd Money Mayweather, undefeated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if I'll take him on, but um, you never know. Maybe call it like a one-round special. <laughs> Maybe in a 15 years' time and he's like 70 or whatever old he is. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, like you, you pride yourself in the ability to figure things out and implement yeah. like in either the positive or the negative. Like... Uh, um and i imagine it's through the art of failure and mistakes yeah i mean the thing is like it's kind of weird for me because i i got into i got into what i do like the the corporate stuff uh you know 18 literally i finished school on a friday on wednesday i started working on a friday and i could like measure all my annual leave from then so i was like thrust into it and uh, to be honest with you i was actually I couldn't, I couldn't turn up on time 
uh, I was always like kind of getting in trouble and I was like a shit assistant. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because I, I did pretty poorly. How weird is this? I did pretty poorly in school, you know, pretty average, like D's and C. I remember one year I tried my hardest, like actively tried my hardest, sit in the front of the class, like studied the yep. works. All right. And I, I probably averaged C's, one A, just because the teacher liked me because I was a good, like I was helping other kids, but I was still an idiot, <laughs> basically. And, uh, and then I got like some, and from that moment, I was just like, nah fuck this like i know i'm a genius and this system's fucked it's not me <laughs> so well, man i was the same bro like i but my grandfather would often say to me this is part of my mother was my work ethic hero she was like 3 30 in the morning till midnight like that woman worked hard but eventually broke her but my grandfather turned to me and said well boy you're not too bright so you better work pretty hard and so i had this mad story from school not really passing to um, to my grandfather, that's okay. I, I love him and all. Um, to not being very smart, but the fact mm. that you had the awareness to say, you know what, I am actually really smart. Yeah. Like yeah. I really admire that about you. That's really cool. It's it's not not in like a kind of a cocky way. I I, I just the context is like I I could just tell that the way I thought was like open. I would look at problems and information. I just couldn't apply it in that like court in that arena. And then I got into like working and again, like not the greatest speller and like I couldn't type particularly fast. So I was like a shit assistant because that's how it works. No matter what job you get in corporate, you kind of come in as like a support person role. Uh, But I kind of, I I was, I was a shit assistant. I love it. I love it. I tell people, man, I tell people I'm the worst employee. Like, because if you're not working harder than me as my leader and you're not doing more than me, I'll tell you to fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> like that's that was me so if i if i thought you were a shit lazy person above me i don't care who you are see whatever i would say that you are shit and fuck off and i wondered why i went through i would last a year or two years in a job yeah that makes a lot of sense that, i was i was yeah i was fucking like though i'm hardcore entrepreneur like <laughs> business, entrepreneur like i'm a shit i'm a great business owner and entrepreneur but fuck working for anyone yeah, that's well, exactly my sort of mindset. And anyway, I was I was a shit assistant, but I kind of like I did a did it, I got by, and I I learnt how to take over more senior tasks pretty quickly. Yeah. And then I was I was I, I kind of I, I got lucky through like other people's unfortunate uh, misfortune. And there was one bloke who uh, very very dear to me who passed away, and it's basically it was his passing that presented the pathway for me to take over effectively like a, a let's say a manager position in terms mm-hmm. of managing my own clients and portfolio and i was only 21 at the time which yeah, wow. like, that's which Jeez. is that's absurdly young and yep. in um, that industry it takes years y- yeah absolutely many many years. well at least a good chunk of years of supporting someone and breaking off a portfolio well my, but, my um, little my little mate who's uh it's taking him 15 years to make some sort of real dent in 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 the same space and now he's really mid to late 30s he's matured um and but he spent years being a shit assistant yeah (laughs) yeah and now he's the his own boss and and doing phenomenally well but like i managed i managed to build a million dollar business lose it now i'm doing it again (laughs) well he did he did he got to half a mil and his money strategies were all over the place and then 
had undiagnosed or un just a whole heap of secret shit. He was not. Yeah. Now he's great. He was actually one of our, our private clients, but um, but he he was pushing towards the million. wasn't ready for it. Blew it up. Um, uh, ended up in mental institution and basically wanting to hang himself from the end of a rope, which. Mm. We're probably a bit desensitized to that information because of the type of people that we helped, but yeah. uh, he just didn't have the purpose. He didn't have a mission. He didn't have life, which he had no reason to make that money. Mm-hmm. So as you, as you grew um, and as you went, what, like, what did you love about working in that, like working with that type of client, the business, what was it for you? Uh, so just for clarity, like what I'm doing now today is like it's 10 X on what I was doing there. So much bigger Beautiful. deals, much smaller. So it, so there, I back then, like I did a handful of kind of like let's say big deals. Otherwise, yep. it was kind of smaller but complex stuff. Yeah, so yeah. what I loved was uh, I didn't realize how insecure I was uh, mm-hmm. and lacked confidence. And because mm-hmm. of, honestly, it's this simple. I, I was hyper intelligent and I was could just outsmart anyone. And I just enjoyed winning every negotiation. That's it. And with the certainty in your eyes, I absolutely believe that. Um, I think you and I negotiating would be a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I enjoy winning all of my deals, no matter who it's with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll allow you to believe that. So it's, it's okay. Like, it's okay. But, yeah, um, mate, like I'm thinking, and I want to, and you're a bit of an out there guy. I'm thinking potentially you and I should have a bit of a boy talk quite often on this um, podcast <laughs> stage and, and have a bit of fun with this. I, 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 oh, absolutely. Mate, um, because like, I think we're only really scratching the surface on, on some of the stuff that affect business owners and especially business owners that can't imagine doing anything other than business, but have repeated fails and failures and losses and stresses attached to it. Like I love the business space and, um, I don't care what it is, as, as long as it's business, like I'm in. And I think um, I'd really like, and this is just coming to me, I'd really love to potentially put together a couple of business pieces, uh, maybe a 10-part series on on um, stress in business and things like that, or a five-part, whatever you can, whatever yeah. time you can afford, um, mate. Mate, it comes back to one thing, which is uh, passion and purpose. If you're aligned with that, everything else falls into place. Absolutely. Otherwise, so, you end up like me, making yep. money, but you're selling your soul. So you go out and party every fucking night and make friends that probably aren't the best friends to have. And yeah, I understand, yeah. mate. Um, all right. So I want to, um, I want to ask about um, your son. Mm-hmm. I really do. How are things going there, mate? Cause I know you didn't get to see him for a couple of months when you're overseas and that sort of stuff. Like how yeah. are things going with him? Is he okay? Yeah. Great. No, he's, He's an absolute little champion. I have an excellent relationship with with his mum. Uh, I see him at his, you know, for his like rugby training and his jujitsu and go to his games. I'm not obviously I'm not a dad who's there every day, and we're not living in the home together. And my current environment and setting doesn't uh, support me having for him for extended periods of time. But he has a system and a routine, and I've like I, I'll just repeat my own fucking story that's in my head. But I've. Uh, I've always I've said to myself, and as I would say to him, like I'm never. So I'm around people who are living their parents' dreams, all right, mm-hmm. and it's soul destroying for them, their families, even if it's a secret death, okay, mm-hmm. individual secret deaths of people because they're all 
living each other's dreams or pressure is being placed on them. My thing is that I came from a dark place. So my options were not going to be here. I'm going to be here. So the only way I can be here is on my terms. Mm -hmm. So that makes it pretty fucking simple. The other side to that is I'm never going to have my son grow up. So where I'm saying to him, well, daddy didn't do what he wanted to do because of you. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want him in that environment. I want to set an example that he can build whatever life he wants or dreams of. So long as he puts in the effort. And here's another thing I realized is that even for me growing up, like my dad worked very hard and he always made it to the important things, you know, school functions. And obviously we were in the same family home together, but he worked insane hours and a huge amount. And I ended up working with my dad. And what I realized is that we're adults for a shit ton longer. You can get that if you want, mate. <laughs> Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Actually, Chase's mum. Oh, nice. Hey, Sam. I'm on a live interview right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's hey, okay. Sam. Nice to meet you. We've, you're on the interview now as well. Oh, great. <laughs> We're actually oh. talking about you and Chase right now, literally. Oh, okay. This is like the universe telling you to call. Did you want to just confirm that I'm an okay father? Yeah, you're doing all right sometimes. <laughs> all right, <laughs> there we go. Yes, this is the best. <laughs> All right, let's pick that up. Bye bye. How good's that? Like I'm, I'm, I'm loving. When I when I ran into Jess, right, um, the magical unicorn, aka dinosaur, in three point five seconds, um, she had a the first time I'd ever experienced a really good co-parenting relationship ever. Like I was bitter divorced, not seeing kids, fucking like, you know, you've heard yep. my story. And um, to see that, and I, I, I just so, that lights me up that you have that, mate. Hmm. That lights me up. I, I, I wouldn't give anything to have that because it would mean that I'd have to go and kiss that bitter bitch's ass. Um, and I've done plenty of work around that. No, yeah, gotcha. Cool. Like, that's the, this is the great thing. Yeah, there, if there's no charge and it's just a factual representation, it is a that's fact what it is. She's bitter and she's bitchy about it. Yeah, right? there you but, go. Like, I wouldn't call my female dog a bitch. She's way more special to me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... I think there's a little bit of charge left. There's a little <laughs> bit of charge left. <laughs> my fucking kids, bro. No, it's all good. But like, it's so nice to see that. Like, the fact that you can take the piss out on each other. The fact that, like, if you want more time, I'm sure she go, whatever you want. Yeah, true. It's kind. It's kind of truth. Like, we all know that I'm like pretty pretty good at some business stuff, but otherwise, in in most of the other fashions of managing my life, I probably haven't done it the best. Uh, hence why. I'm, I, hence why I'm putting such so much effort in now. Well, mate, what, oh, man, like we, we got to September last year, right? And I felt like my cognitive ability was really um, not where I wanted it to be. And I realized that I was starting to connect with my unconditional love, which is my dad. Like my dad, or every time I see him, I'm proud of him. He'd be putting a rum in front of me because I started to run all his back end and fix his business up. So what was happening? Right, I think he's going to get a rum. <laughs> oh, good. I'm back. Just Thank a technical God. error. It's all good. Um, so what would happen was I started to connect with him over a rum or two and I'd be out there every second week and doing my thing and his thing. And then um, it started to creep back in the old alcohol. So I, I decided after waking up with a bit of a sore head on a Wednesday morning or whatever, I was, I'm not fucking drinking for a year. I said, I'm, 
like my mission is way too big to let connection over alcohol and fucking relaxation over alcohol because my excuse is I work so fucking hard so I deserve a drink. Like <laughs> I, I know that story. I know that one. Just wank wank. Like Trent really and also too, it caused so much disconnection in my relationship. I like I'll never ever and I'll have a beer with mates and when we catch up next time after September, like I'm gonna do a year, but after we travel and in the same we'll have a, a beer. But I know now that I'm forty one. I like my sleep. Um, I don't mind being boring. Um, uh, I, but I much rather give my relationship the best possible energy I can get because I'm better in my business when I'm connected in my relationship. So like, just to hear like the man, like she just sounds like a phenomenal co-parenting partner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she is. Sam, Sam's an absolute champion. She's, um, like, quite a genius in business herself she's a really so she's like one over 100 million in contracts for the various companies she's worked for throughout her career she's actually she's looking for work right now if you know any big businesses that need help with tenders well that's interesting can you please tell her to give me a call i will organize that the the reason being is because we're about to look well, I've looked at the entire corporate mental health first aid and I've got a, the top company and I looked at their book and I've gone, this is three minutes. I'll never get fucking back again. Yeah. And so we've created entire backends to take that space on, but it's the, the, as you know, like in, in this business, like you, it's, it's a cash flow. And like to grow is expensive. And if ca- if you haven't got the cash flow, it's suffocating. So some, you, you need to create networks and whatever it is and potentially people to even invest before you go to market. Plus, it, I mean, from Mr. Strategy here, like it all depends on what the, the outcome is. So I was just talking to someone else today about my what I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, and the action system, the coaching. And I said, well, the, on, the online education industry is a 300 billion dollar industry and one one of the and the number one guy on kajabi does like 10 million a year i said i just want 1 million i just want 1 million well mate i want to um i'd like to let you know that we forecast by june a million a month yeah that's right well you will then become the number one guy on kajabi and i say that because i say that because like you said strategy systems purpose mission reasons like we are going after this space and you know what like even our mission is to go and create property entrepreneurial property and and help certain types of people and things like that like the fact that we have a friend in business like you like you're a giver man like i don't care like you might have been a selfish prick like we've all been at times Like in Thailand and Bali, whatever. You've got to be selfish to be selfless. But mm. the fact that you're happy to, I, you've shared our stuff, and like that's why I've got you in here. You've you've been mm. very selfless about people that you care about, and I think that regardless of the bankrupt and this and then that, like you will grow with your clients, my man. Mm. You will, you like it. It's exciting. Like I remember yeah. when I was at the exact same space. Like I'm so excited for you, bro. Man, I'm. I'm very excited and I'm getting, I'm very flattered to be getting a lot of comparisons with uh, Tony Robbins, which I like because I've always joked that like, I see what he does and I'm like, I'm better than you. Um, but my, my bent is a little bit more business and strategy. Like people who have ideas, like there's a lot of motivation, 
and that a lot of that doesn't actually stack up until you have like some business now you know there's a lot of confusion there i think i bring the two together yeah i and and may you know what i think part of the the fact that you've got in touch with a lot of the vulnerabilities and you you're able to share your story and you own it and um i think pe- uh, the, the fact is i think um we took i did a post today around uh do you need to be liked or is it more important to be respected and it's respected all the way uh, because that's how we close a lot of business. Like not everyone likes me and I actually like that. And yeah, um, story of my life. Yeah. But mate, I, I do respect what you're doing and what you're going through right now. So like, I'm going to be in the background and I want to get you back on this podcast, mate. Like we haven't even touched on your personal story. Like we're just no. scratching the surface. So there's going to be many, if you, if you, if you may be absolutely honored if you'd come back on and, yeah. and, and we'll oh, talk, completely. We'll I'll, I'll commit to the, um, the business series or uh, the degree of content or whatever it is yeah mate we'll, we'll nail it out but there'll always be a bit of fun talk around that anyway <laughs> but mate like um um but uh, so we haven't even gone into the action system and that's okay but what i want to do no, I don't is, mind man no, no, but what i want to do is i actually want to steer them to your socials right because i think it's there's that many people out there that because this whole teaching and learning you have to resonate with people if you don't res, if you resonate with um, with David's even story of uh, ups and downs in business and wanting to implement and things like that, then where can these people find David? All right, um, I'm my Facebook, which I'm pretty sure it. I'm not pretty sure. I know it is. It's, I changed it. It's it's Boss Man Clarky. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But they think you know what. It's only because so many, so many people would call me either boss man or big man, like over the years. And I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm putting Own it. Own it. Own it. So David or David Clark dot online mm-hmm. or at David Clark official. Watch out for the copies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You've got to future-proof this ship. I was like, I'm going to be fucking mega successful. I'm going to put this shit in now. I've already started creating my own fake accounts. (laughs) Don't listen to that at real David Clark, motherfucker. I mean, it is me, but don't listen. (laughs) Are you fucking lost me? (laughs) I just wish you... Because I really should put the YouTube there, but the, the size of the smile on your face is like it's going from your Ferrari headphones. <laughs> You've got this, I've got to be, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got, got to make like, sure everyone sees that. God, I thought I was really cool wearing Boss, but I got nothing on you, brother. I'm going, where do I get them? Well, I was doing, I'm like doing the law of attraction thing and I said, and you, everything needs strategy. And I was like, what's the logical progression to a Ferrari? And I was like, headphones, car. Mate, I tell you what, like, with um, from a philanthropic approach, even with our vision, I I would like want to manifest Dodges and fucking the big cars, like compensating for um, uh, for you know what, like you know what they say about big feet, not true, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like that. No. I'd like to borrow. I'd I'd, I'd want to. I'm trying to manifest Dodges and fucking Tundras and these big overcompensators. Yeah. But as as we get to like what we're doing as we find mission and things like that. Like for me, I'm right now I've got my Kmart desk 
I've got my secondhand juiced up computer I bought three weeks ago just because it was juiced up and it was, I've got my whiteboard, which is falling apart. My office is very plain. It's just like, it just, I just, I just want to manifest more people like you in my life. And uh, yeah, well, that's a, I'm, I feel exactly the same. I've been saying that recently. Um, I kind of, I looked at a lot of like my circle people around me and you know, it's crazy. I've, I've worked hard to build a pretty good, like my corporate network is fucking unparalleled you know, venture capitalists, management mm-hmm. consultants, the best lawyers, the best accountants. Uh, I, I got a friend who moved to Canada, raised money from Uber. He's now worth a hundred million with a technology mm-hmm. business. And you mm-hmm. know, he's a potential investor. Like, so my network, amazing. Then mm-hmm. I was like, in terms of like my, my ordinary circle of, of my closest friends, the average of five, I was like, well, what's, what's everyone doing? And I was like, well, not huge things. Like, obviously, I mean, I don't keep a very, I've got a very small circle now. It's pretty much fucking, it's like 1.5, you know, there's hardly anyone there. Mm. Uh, yeah. One person and a midget, that. of course. One. <laughs> yeah. Rec- recognized as half human oh, in the well, dictionary. <laughs> I take that back. That's just a joke. This is public. I mean, no offense to the midget or height impaired community whatsoever. Okay, mate, we're here. I, I, we, we're in the, we um, have created our own deaf life coaching certification. I've got to go deaf slash hard of hearing. And I'm and like the, the one side's offended by deaf, one side's offended by hard of hearing. And I'm like, what the fuck? You all can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just start pissing themselves laughing. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, as a community, it's so very cut off. And I'm like, you all want results. So I'm going to teach you as if you've got hearing. Mm. And I make it difficult for them because it's like a babysitting club. And I don't say that to disrespect the deaf. Well, we've got a deaf ambassador and we've created a course on the back of her outstanding results. And she's got work ethic beyond it. They just want a chance. Yeah. So, mate, if you're giving midgets a chance. Would... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. But no, mate, like um, uh, I do enjoy our conversations and they're starting to be more frequent. And um, yeah. um, we're going to get you back on here. And But now that we know where we can find you, um, the next chat we're going to get on, we're going to share about your action system and we'll go there. Um, yeah. I, oh, the I action think... system will sort itself out. Like yeah. it's pretty... Uh, I'll... I'll, let me recap my cell in it though, as I said Please. it to you, because I'm, I'm more, I'm more resolved in it now. Okay. When, when, when I first, when I first said this, you were like, yeah, okay. Now I've got it, which is what I say is I'm going to take you from where you are to somewhere else. That's fucking it. That's fucking it. Because every other motherfucker is selling you a radical dream, a million dollars. I'm going to take you from fucking nowhere to now you have some idea of what to do in an empowered state and you can start doing the work. And when you start building shit and you figure out how hard it is, come back to me, get in the program and we'll map it out or just keep applying the strategy because it works fucking perfectly. It's real simple, man. It is the ability to take, and this is one thing I'm running into a lot of, people and i think this might be you the ability to take really complex scenarios and dumb them down absolutely well that's that's actually what i say is uh, the the true test here's this is a really good way to like lots of people have their friends or you're in circles and there's always one person who's like the the hyper intelligent that's usually me so i kind of generally know who it is and 
often with these one super smart people that other people talk about, if they talk about something and it doesn't make sense, that's a tell. Like that's your poker tell because a truly intelligent person can take the most complex topics and turn it into simple language. Mm -hmm. If they can't do it, then they're not an intelligent person and they're just using bamboozling language to cover the unknowing. See, it's the reverse. Exactly right. I hear um, so what David's saying is that these people believe they're intelligent and uh, they're speaking shit. Well, they have their sheepish followers who know no different. So what we're saying is that the people they're bringing into their life are also full of shit. Probably. Probably. But yeah. <laughs> but what really, um, the, the, when realising that we've all got our own genius and we've got all got, yeah, a, a lot of people don't have the courage to go after it and expand on it. Like, um Man, I went from being the black sheep of the family to no one really wanting to know me to now I'm advising some the family empire and they all come to yeah. me for advice, which is not something like I don't want them to come to me for advice because the fuckers don't want to pay for it. But um, <laughs> so, but no, it's all good. But mate, um, uh, I want to thank you for this. I don't think this was about our listeners. Like, let's be true. It's just about me and you catching up. Like, yeah. I have, I'm having I, too much fun. You don't have to end it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, man, it's quarter past 10 here and I've got yeah. a really hot chick I need to go and curl up next to. So, oh, um, man, that sounds great. <laughs> Send me a picture. Wait, well, no, that's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but like, and, and Jess, um, she's starting to really step up again. Like COVID's been like this. She said to me today, she's gone like, people don't realise it's actually feast time. Like it's time to feast. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely it is, but people are going to be stuck in. And at the moment, like Queensland turned into the narcissist state because people <laughs> made a mistake and they told an untruth and they deceived and then they got fucking busted. And then they didn't listen to the narrative. And now what's happening is you got 3 million people all condemning two people's actions. I'm like, fucking dicks. Yeah. Like, like you've never made a mistake. And I actually did a live. And then I, I thought, and then I got, I thought, Fuck, too soon. It's like when someone does something really inappropriate and the memes appear and it's like too soon. I had a too soon moment. I'm like, yeah. fuck, all right, I'll release it in seven days. I, I get you. Yeah, I it's mean, all, time. Fuck the community. Like, I'm not, like, not the community of listeners, right? but just people We love, we love the community. Of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. I just, you, yeah. I, 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 I got into a lot of controversial topics, which was, as you know, things that I was commenting, talking about, and that was just to That was, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And I was yeah. reading everything. I'm like, yes. Yeah, you were like, sense. you were smashing like the Quran and everything. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. Well it's crafted. Balanced. I, it's I, balanced. It, it's all balanced. I have no hate. Or, and if it's something's fucked up, like the Quran, I'll say it. So, um, where was I going? I was going, I've gone into some controversial topics and I've realized that we are in the society at large, and this is the correct use of the word systemic for all these fucking idiots using the word systemic wrong. All right. We have a systemic issue with unknown beliefs and value systems and insecurities, which is giving rise to the first, like people walk out of their houses and they are polarized. Polarized means I say something like fucking uh, people with the third gender are fucked up. And you go, oh, you can't say that, right? It's like polarizing. People are walking out of their homes polarized because 
they are they don't know who they are they have unknown beliefs and value systems and they're watching fucking carl stefanovic in the morning yeah they're running they're running their stories and then interacting in a community and they aren't their truth they're not in their masculine or their feminine they are totally powerless in life therefore they project their own insecurities and responsibilities on others or on these other topics because that is an expression of power which then is the balance to the internal empower and once I figured that out, well, that combined with most people are just the majority of the community do not investigate or research or take on board education mm-hmm. or do the work to learn to do the work to learn to at least form a whole and resolved opinion of their own self, their own view or ideology. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. with, with those two combined, it's like, where's the point in even participating in the conversation at large or the narrative at large? It's um, when I need a break from a 20 hour day, what I do is I usually go to somewhere like a current affair and just watch one polarized post just to sort of like, just to tune out from some of the intelligent stuff we're doing and just to see what the rest of the world's up to and piss myself laughing and start to like pull apart all the character traits and all the condemnation and all this other stuff. I'm like, you got no fucking idea. You got no idea. You got no idea. And it's not that it's, it, you can't argue with stupid. You no. can't. Well, you can't. stupid is stupid is like dead. It doesn't know that it's exactly dead or right. stupid. And the other thing is like we say it, like we've heard this before, you can't take responsibility when you don't know what you need to know. And, but the problem is when also, you do know, when you do know, People don't act. Mm, mm. Well, I've, I've recently discovered there's so much that I don't know. Like I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I don't walk, I don't walk into everything being like, I know everything, but I do walk into everything going, I can figure out how it works with the system. And now that I'm doing this stuff online and the coaching and I'm building out the program. Yeah. I've had some co- a conversation with my, let's say the, the marketing funnel coach last night. And I was just like, damn, you're speaking another language, motherfucker. Like I'm taking notes. I'm going to print it out. We'll have another conversation next week when I fucking understand what you're talking about. I think that's it. You don't know what you don't know, but you've got to be able to call it and go, Hey, I don't fucking know. I'd like the information instead of, I don't know, but I still want to have an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, it was good when I jumped on with your man, Lucas, like just to hear what a humble duty is and, the yeah, fact he's, he's a been fucking drink- genius. He, the, the fact he's been sipping sangria 27 days of the month. I'm like, you bastard. Um, he speaks, do you know he runs his business in three languages? He speaks yeah. three different languages in multiple countries. Yeah, and uh, he, said to, he said to me, he goes, oh, sorry to butt in, mate. But he, Lucas says to yeah. me, he goes, oh, you know, it's good speaking to me because, you know, he doesn't get to speak that much English. And I was like, oh, you know, most people say pleasantries. I don't. Like, I just say it how it is. I'm like, oh, no, your, your English is really good. And then he says to me, he goes, oh, I haven't really spoken it for two years. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You speak better English than every single friend I have. <laughs> yeah. It's phenomenal. Yep. And, um, it, and then it was good, actually, because the fact that you had the courage to say, speak to this guy, I just went straight in a shop talk with him. But it took me up until four months ago. Um, I speak more and more proficiently around digital marketing than most people selling digital marketing. <laughs> and I don't have, and we're going to build an agency because I'm like, you guys yeah, you are mentioned. selling, you guys are selling shit. Like you're selling shit that you don't understand. You're selling copy. That's a bag of shit. On that note, let me just add this one bit, like, cause that's a specific thing I've, I've figured out. So a 
like you're doing it in the coaching space and the sales, and now you've seen an opportunity to build like the agency. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's your classic entrepreneurship, the supply and demand, opportunity disruption, all those sort of buzzwords. They're great, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, what the online online space is filled with so many people who are fake it till you make it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That works in life. Apply it as a strategy, uh, unless you want to be a surgeon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But or a mechanic. what's 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 happening now with the online space is yep. you've got the people like you who are actually highly educated. Well, I don't mean uni. I mean, did the groundwork, go like, okay, there's a thousand books of knowledge there. I'm going to read all of them. You know, there's a hundred thousand dollars worth of training there. I'm going to do all of it. And the bits of, bits of it that were shit, I didn't complain about it. I just learned what was shit, moved along. So you collected the knowledge. And then mm-hmm. you build the system. Now you're doing it. Now equally, you've got there's a lot of me's in the world, which are ex. You know, not, it doesn't have to be corporate, but you've got corporate guys, professional sports players, um, artists, whatever. People with legitimate skills that they are now transferring into digital products, advisory services, and the like. And mm-hmm. as we are entering the market, all right, it's going to eventually drown out the remainder of the fake it till you make it, or just the good marketing Absolutely. front end guys, because there's there's no substance there. Absolutely. Like we had um, with, our, with our, our academy and the people coming through our certification, like we went through a pretty decent learning curve inside the Neurolimbic Conditioning Model and um, MJ put a lot of good stuff there. But I showed, I've shown you our back, back end of our yeah. level one course and it's That's fucking nuts. juiced. Wait till we get to level five. <laughs> so our intention is to... Uh, to see it and for people to go and get really nervous to see whether they could actually get through to be the elite level, to be able to charge 20, 25, 30, 50 K a year to work with people because that, that like businesses pay me 35 K a year now to fix problems. Like if you're dealing with businesses that have got three, four million turnover, it's like, and to potentially like 35 grand, they'll be able to create another million, two million, three million, like if you and if you deal with hundred million dollar business, you can prove by one percent productivity and efficiency. That's like they'll pay a hundred grand for it. Well, yeah, you can trust me. They can be some of the worst fucking people to deal with, and I, I deal with management consultants that charge those sort of big fees and introduce massive value. And you know, these management consultants said they said to me, they go, we 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 introduced three million dollars profit extra to the bottom line. Uh, to this company and they charge like a three or four or five hundred thousand dollar advisory fee for that year and and then and they said to me they're like yeah like they didn't even say thank you <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. it's like what they expected us to do so it can be very it can be very soulless that's the only thing i'll oh, uh, no, it's all good. I mean, we're not targeting that space but like i if you start you've got to know your numbers in this game you yeah. really do like we measure our business nine different ways and the reason i measure it in nine different ways is because if they've got eight out of nine, I ground the team and go, where's the ninth? Jeez. But if they go, if they get two out of nine, I'm like, come on team, let's do it. Where do we need to step up? So I have multiple KPIs and multiple targets and things like that purely because I want this team to understand that success. Like I don't want to be like a lotto winner and frigging implode like two, three years later. I want it to to grow like one of our mission items is to be the number one provider of prepared vegetarian meals the entire ndis community which is about sixty thousand meals a day Mm. so and make like not for profit so it's like you you, that's one of our causal cause 
causes were going after. So, like, I don't want this shit to fall over because it's so damn important. It's so important. Like, what you're doing is so important. I'm no handbag. I'm not a fucking luxury item. Neither are you. Yeah. Neither. People go, coaches are fucking thieves. And I'm like, yeah, they stole my excuses. They stole my BS. They stole <laughs> any reason for me to sit in my shitty fucking story. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm a thief. And right now you're an oxygen thief on my fucking ad. So, like, <laughs> stop commenting. Like it, I'm always like, thanks for the comments. You're yeah, always like, my engage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would go read my latest ad. We had like a hundred shares on our latest ad, which is our best ever. And people are going, a couple of people are like, uh, you're, you're a scammer. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you so much for your comment. I appreciate your energy. There's yeah. three dots at the top of this ad. You can easily hide us. Like, don't let me take my energy from you. Well, and but you and I both know that's just their, their charge, their Absolutely. Like, that's actually a, 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 not an ideal customer, but it is someone that <laughs> definitely needs the work. Yeah, well, so I had one guy actually interesting, like, because it's all about, because we're, we, we're part of the hustle and that sort of stuff, I'll, I'll look to, if someone says we can't help them, and I'm like, well, what area can't we help with? And then he t- they tell me, and I'm like, right. And then they give me an analogy, and I'm like, well... Um, and then we challenge them and then we convert it to private message. And then what happens then we have a strategy call. So where, where coaches fall over is they don't realize that there could be like, after they say no, then there's an opportunity to have another go at getting another no and then get another job at getting another no. So a lot of people I work with, I've had eight or nine no's in mm. and, and, and a part of the close. Like I'm a, I'm really great at closing but not if I, I'll also take it away from people. I've told coaches, I said, if you get to a hundred grand a year turnover without me, I'll work with you. So I've taken deals away from people. I won't work with everyone, but it's taken me three, three years in as of the 1st of August, my third year anniversary, um, part of what we're going on holiday to, um, to achieve that choice. Yeah. That's, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. So, admittedly, I've I'm implementing that now, day one. So, my day 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 job by corporate stuff. um, Yep. I I only have, I think, five soon to be six clients, and that's that's. And I I used to have like uh, about a hundred clients, and now now. But now, how many years have you been doing this for? Oh, quite a while now. You've Uh, earned it. You've earned it. Thirteen years or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Well. Yeah, I've earned it, but equally, I've just become more targeted in my strategy. I know my value proposition. I know who it is I can help in terms of a category. And also, I know who it is that, what finger, yeah, I'm up to this finger three, um, who it is I want to help in terms of a, a human being, you know? So, and I say to clients, I'm like, if we don't, if we don't have value alignment, there's no point in like yes. working together. Well, mate, the best thing I ever did was switch my hiring to value alignment hiring. I, I get employees and even in my, some of the traditional business, like can I, I get them to do values test because it's a waste of fucking time. Or the other option is it may not be a waste of time. They, it, It's understanding how to reward them based on their values and get more out of them, greater buying. So, yeah. Oh mate, I'll tell you what, I, I, I was, I was wrapping this up 20 minutes ago, but like, <laughs> you're like, can we stay? I'm like, okay, but no, it's, uh, seriously, we've got a 4:30 a.m. rise tomorrow to go up and make no, someone three hours away. So, um, mate, uh, I just want to thank you very much, and we are going to get you on here again. For everyone out there listening to the Anxiety Hour, 
if you love us, share us, prescribe to us, sub prescribe, subscribe to us. Yeah. My brain's going to sleep. Um, please drop a comment in there, a recommendation or not. Either way, like, thank you. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity to share this, and um, and uh, please go and give Dave a big shout out. One one last comment, and if you don't feel like subscribing, I'm giving you a prescription to this right now. So go get go get that in your guts. <laughs> legend and he did win on that negotiation so that's awesome i love it <laughs> and we're out good job well done oh, killer